0: are australia's encryption and data access laws inhibiting our innovation let's have a look hello everyone florian heiser here and welcome to another episode of heiser says i thought we'd have a look at an article that's just come out from it news and i want to put the argument to everyone with regards to our anti-encryption laws and the data access laws that we have in Australia could these be inhibiting the potential innovation of our country and stifling businesses setting up here in Australia let's have a look at this article and let me know your thoughts and opinions in the comments below so law enforcement agencies ramp up use of anti-encryption laws At at least 18 requests issued to service providers in the last six months law enforcement and national security agencies are increasing their use of the federal government's controversial anti-encryption laws, with more than twice the number of requests issued to service providers in the last six months. In its most recent Telecommunications Interception and Access Act annual report, released on Tuesday, the Department of Home Affairs revealed that the laws were used a total of seven times during 2018 19 Reporting period. The Assistance and Access Act 2018, which was waived through Parliament in December 2018, much to the dismay of the tech community, gives law enforcement and national security agencies access to a suite of new encryption busting powers. One of these, I'll make sure we zoom in and can see it all, one of these is a technical assistance request, which allows agencies to seek voluntary assistance. From service providers to provide data or assistance when investigating serious crimes or national security threats? Now I know some people may say, Oh, this seems fair and reasonable. But the problem is, what is considered a national security threat? How can this potentially be abused? And how can be this this lead to invasions of people's privacy? What if you're considered, you know, politically dangerous or your views are against the normal political discourse and that is used to invade your privacy. Throughout history, this type of privilege, use of force, use of taking away people's rights granted to the states, can and has been abused. According to the report, two law enforcement agencies used the laws to request technical assistance from designated communication providers between December 2018. And June 2019 five technical assistance requests were given by the AFP two were given by the New South Wales Police the 2018-19 report says no TAN's technical assistance notice or TCN's technical capability notices were given by interception agencies so it's the New South Wales Police that is doing this how do you feel about this guys do you feel like this is a potential invasion of people's privacy? Or are you willing to sacrifice that privacy for the potential to catch criminals? You've got to remember though, with this $10,000 cash ban legislation coming in, all of us could quite easily be criminals just for spending our own money. Home Affairs said the seven TARs were used to enforce primarily cybercrime and telecommunications offences, but also homicide. Organized crime, drug, and theft-related offenses. But in answers to questions on notice from recent Senate estimates, which provide more up-to-date data, the department said the Assistance and Access Act has been used to issue a total of 25 TARS since the law w- w- laws were introduced. It did note, however, oh, sorry, it did note not, however, indicate which agencies or which type of agencies had issued the requests. As of the 15th of November 2019, three agencies had issued 25 technical assistance requests using the industry assistance framework introduced by Schedule One of the Assistance and Access Act, the department said. Taking the two documents together, the laws were used seven times to issue technical assistance requests between December 18 and June 19, and 18 times between July 2019 and November 2019. The answer to questions on notice also indicated that 10 computer access requests had been issued by two agencies under Section 2 of the Assistance and Access Act, through the depa- though the Department did not detail which agencies. Next month, the Senate will debate proposed amendments to the Access and Assistance Act tabled by the Opposition at the close of Parliament last year. The Telecommunications Amendment repair assistance and access bill 2019 intends to introduce changes that were first recommended by the powerful parliamentary joint committee on intelligence and security before the laws were passed so what do you think about this one guys the fact that government can make these requests and use these requests to get around encryption and access information does pose an element of sovereign risk to businesses establishing here if you've got little, little concern in the state, maybe you've got economic, uh, you know, industrial espionage, there is a risk for that. But there's another issue, another issue, and this has happened at the airports. So, now the police want your passwords, and you could be fined $60,000 or put in jail for five years if you refuse. And this is from uh, September 2018, and I actually did a video about that, and you can see you can see how much weight I've lost since 2018. Bloody hell, Florian. What are you eating? Too many Big Macs. Well, probably true, to be honest. Not enough meat. Uh, and I go through this article in greater detail here. I'll summarize it today. But, I mean, this is another element of concern. This is another element of concern because if you're going, you know, going through the airport data, they can take it all off you. They can access to it. Well, they guarantee they'll destroy it. What if you're carrying sensitive business information that you didn't want to transfer online? on your body? What if they go through your data? What if they go through your phone? What if they download it, access it? What if it gets leaked and shared with one of your competitors or another business? What if you have a signed contractual agreement that you would not pass this information on to a third party? By going through the airport you could be in breach of that. Do these sound like things? Well they're probably things that the average person won't contemplate but business people will. And they, they are another element of sovereign risk in establishing a business. Sure, it's far-fetched, but it's something to consider. That, that may be enough for someone to turn away. Because I just recently did another video, another one, looking at Poland, the successful gaming industry that they have there. This is the thing, if you spend years developing a product, someone can get a copy of it and steal it. How do you think this stuff is leaked all around? Do you think venture capitalists will be rushing to australia when we have these extra elements of sovereign risk forgetting forgetting our education education institutes and the quality of graduates we're turning out but nonetheless let's have a look at this people could face up to five years in jail if they did not give their laptop password or mobile pin to authorities under proposed changes to the law home affairs minister peter dutton introduced the new laws to the parliament Saying they are needed to help police and spies catch criminals who are hiding behind encryption technology, but civil libertarians say the changes changes go too far. The bill is a draconian measure to grant law enforcement authorities unacceptable surveillance powers that invade Australian civil rights, says the liberal liber, uh, sorry liberal Democrat Senator David Leinhelm in an emailed statement the Daily Mail Australia well I mean it, this is an outdated article Lionel isn't in the Senate anymore which is a shame because you want people at that level airing these concerns airing these concerns <laughs> your, your, your rights and your freedoms once you give them up are very hard to get back they are very difficult to get back and eventually you have a generation that doesn't really remember the concept of what liberty is or what freedom is, or independent resilience is. The more I'm thinking about it, the more I suspect we're seeing that now. So it appears that people who are not even suspected of committing a crime, once again, can face a fine of up to $50,000 or five years imprisonment for declining to provide a password to their smartphone, computer, or electronic device. Doesn't this sound familiar to our cash ban? Criminalizing normal behavior? Would you give your password out to a complete stranger? Would you think that a policeman could demand access to your phone without a warrant or without a court order? Our right to slowly disappearing here in Australia, everyone. And do you think this as well, and I'll let you go through the rest of my other video, the article yourself. Do you think this as well could prove a sovereign risk to businesses that are setting up do you think this would dissuade foreign investment from entering our country? Let me know your thoughts and opinions in the comments below. Thank you to everyone who's watched this episode. Please like, share, and subscribe. If you'd like to help support the channel, that little bit extra, there are a few ways you can. We have membership here on the YouTube channel where you get access to badges and emojis. You can join the Patreon and make a small monthly donation. You can use our affiliate links with Independent Reserve for your crypto trading or Amazon and eBay for your consumer purchases. We sell pocket squares at the highest says website. And finally, PayPal, if you want to contribute like that. Thank you to everyone who's helping the channel grow. Take care, and I will talk to you in the next video. Bye for now.